Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I'm LaShondra Graves, your apartment lady, founder of the Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation. And we are on day 58 for praying against evictions. So as you know, we're praying for an equitable solution so that neither the tenant nor the landlord get burnt or scarred through this process of coming out of these payment, uh, the COVID-19 pandemic. So I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I thank you guys for uh, listening. Um, all the people that has been messaging and uh, uh, um, showing their support and commenting, liking on various social media platforms. I'm very, very, very grateful. I do have some eviction news, so I will go right into that. Thank you. Okay, so this story is coming from the investigative post. Um, Buffalo eviction numbers are through the roof. So it, it was um, posted on November 9th, as you see. I'm going to just. Erie County judges have issued over 3,900 eviction warrants, allowing landlords to forcibly remove tenants from their apartments. Three quarters of those warrants involve properties in the city of Buffalo, mostly on the east side. Kings County, or Brooklyn, is the only county in the state with more eviction warrants, meaning Erie County issued more than Manhattan, Queens, or the Bronx, all of which have much larger populations. It didn't used to be that way. In 2019, Erie County ranked sixth in the state. There's no one cause for Buffalo's high eviction rate, but it begins with poverty. Buffalo is one of the poorest cities in the nation, with nearly three in 10 of its residents living below the poverty line. As a result, home ownership is weak here in East Buffalo. More than half of renters spend more than 30% of their income on housing. If you look at the median household income of black renters, it's only about $24,000, $25,000 a year. And when your incomes are that low and you are charged high rents, you're paying 35, 45, 55% of your income on one commodity. And as a consequence of that, you have much fewer dollars to spend on other items, food, medicine, clothing. While there are numerous government programs to help people with rent, many fall short of meeting the needs. The rent allowance for public assistance hasn't gone up in 19 years. Subsidies range from a low of $169 a month for a single person to $411 for a large family. The average rental unit in the city is a lot higher, $877. One state program allows counties to give targeted populations with greater needs extra cash for rent. They have allowed counties to apply for supplement programs um, since at least 2009. Erie County has not applied for that particular program. Why not? One county official said it would reduce other benefits for public assistance recipients and also be too expensive. 
only 29 cents on the dollar is reimbursed through the state of New York, which means that the local Erie County taxpayers would be footing the bill for that other 71%. Federally funded Section 8 rental vouchers help the 918 households who receive them in Erie County. Trouble is, there's a waiting list that's 18,084 applicants long. The city of Buffalo has received $16.3 million in federal COVID aid intended to help low-income renters and homeowners. The Brown administration, however, has yet to spend any of that money. Renters also play a role in the evictions. Many got assistance during the pandemic, but instead of using the money for rent, some spent it elsewhere. There are certainly any number of instances where there were tenants that were taking advantage of the fact that the, the landlords really had no way to get rid of them. There were also instances of tenants who could pay but just wouldn't. An eviction warrant doesn't necessarily result in a renter being forced from their apartment. Many leave under the threat of eviction, while others are put on the streets by city marshals. I asked the city marshal's office how many evictions they've carried out this year. They told me they don't keep track and never have. For Channel 2 News, I'm Ejaz Jassil with Investigative Post. Okay, so there are some numbers, some very important numbers um, in this story. One, um, I'll deal with the first thing. One, yes, there were renters who had the money to pay, but did not pay. So now these people, renters, I'm talking to you, now you're facing these consequences of being um, evicted. However, I'm trying to help you um, at the Apartment and Housing Rentals Foundation. Uh, we we work with working class renters. And so you have to have a job. You have to, you know, it's time for you to get up and get a job and start taking care of your business because at the end of the day, the money is not there. I'll deal with the next thing. The next thing is the money they had, they have 16 over 16 million dollars. Uh, that they received from this COVID, this pandemic, um, those pandemic reliefs, and they have yet to spend them. They have yet to spend that money, $16 million. And so that's a problem. The next number that I want to point out is 4,000 4, evictions, you know, happening. I mean, that's a, that's a, a big number. Now, the next number I want to point out is something that I talk about all the time. The fact that market rent has outpriced uh, minimum wage. So if the average, as, as you heard on this video, if the average renter is making about $2,500 and in some states, most states, <laughs> one bedrooms are you know a thousand and up. At some other states, the median bedroom, two bedroom was about 2,500. That has even risen. You know, we're not going to even talk about that, but let's just say pre pandemic. Pre pandemic, the market rent had already outpriced minimum wage. So if you're a family that makes about $25,000 a year, then in your rent, you're, you need a two bedroom. Your two bedroom is about twelve hundred dollars. That you're already paying fifty percent. 
you're already paying 50% of your income. So that means there's um, there's no income really left for, because then you have to pay your utilities. You have to pay, you know, your insurance. So that's why uh, most families uh, that has a low income, they never get life insurance. They never get regular bank accounts. They don't even have a chance to get things like that because half of their money is going toward rent. The other, the other, another 15, 20% is going toward utility bills. Another, you know, 20%. So now, now we're at 70% of their income. Another 20% is going toward, you know, um, basic needs like toilet paper, um, garbage bags, deodorant, things like that. So now we're at 90%. Now there's a, a toss up of 10% where they try to use that to enjoy themselves. I mean, most families, they'll have a night out for pizza or things like that. I mean, you got to think about it. You're working the minimum wage workers. They use, they slave. They, they work hard. Okay. These are labor jobs. They work hard and all of their money of, of, of 50% of their money is going toward rent. So that was pre pandemic. Now let's talk about post pandemic, post pandemic. The market rent has risen as much as 100%. So in a state like Florida, where the median two-bedroom apartment was $2,500, I did a story a couple weeks ago um, from Florida where it said the median rent at the beginning of 20 uh, January 2022 had risen to $2,744. That's the median two-bedroom. Um, in Illinois, the median two-bedroom is now about $1,400. $1,400 is the median two-bedroom in Illinois. In Wisconsin, I'm seeing the median two-bedroom about $1,100. And the reason why I know this is because of our Second Chance Rental Program. is because of the Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation Second Chance Rental Program. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm doing all this research, I'm seeing all of this data and processing, you know, this data, but I'm also, I have practical information because I'm working with people. I'm looking for second chance rentals. Our second chance rental program traditionally find pockets of affordable housing so that our members, our working class renters can have some type of quality of life because they didn't have to spend 50% of their income on rent. This is a problem. But today I just want to focus on getting out of the problem. So you know what? Affordable housing, we need to work on that. Like America really needs to work on that. Uh, United States needs to work on that. However, I'm talking to the renters. get up. It's time for you to get a job. It's time for you to get a job. You're going to have to work your way out of this situation. I know, you know, the circumstances, they're, they're, they're unfair, but haven't it always been unfair? Do you want to just sit up 
and get evicted when you know that there is no shelters out there. Uh, the landlords are now evicting for capacity because when you go to look, live in another person's home or another person's friend to, now it's two, three families in one. It's time for you to get up and go and get a job. It's time for you to start working. Um, <clears throat> pandemic is over. Whether you took advantage of the pandemic or not, it's over. So it's time for you to get back to work. And so all of my videos uh, on Facebook were uh, Facebook Reels or um, TikTok lately has been about strengthening you, strengthening you, the renter, because you can work your way out of this. You can work your way out of this. There are so many jobs that's willing to hire right now. Um, in some instances, you're going to have to get two. But mainly go to www.theapartmentlady.org, www.theapartmentlady.org, fill out our membership application. Let's get up out of this with our heads held high. In the meantime, I'm going to need all the renters. I'm going to need you guys in order for us to make changes in the laws and so forth. I'm going to need you. But the most immediate thing is that we need to. I need you to start working so that we can work our way out of this. I need you to go to www.theapartmentlady.org, www.theapartmentlady.org, become a member of the Apartment and Housing Rentals Foundation so that we can work together. We work in every state, okay, so that we can work together to get you up out of this situation and on stable ground. Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation is a hand up, not a handout. It's why we work with working class renters and we can help you, but you're going to have to walk toward it. Okay, let's start with this prayer. We're going to start with our prayer. Um, yay, A15, we're ahead of the game. A15, I love it. Okay. I was reading Philippians 4 this morning. Um, and I did post on uh, several social media platforms. And I was quoting Philippians 4. And so I'm going to uh, stay with that theme. However, you guys know we need to do the verse of the day because the verse of the day is um, that's what we do to stay consistent. We do the verse of the day. And my verse of the day is coming from the YouVersion app. It's a Bible app, the YouVersion app. And so the verse of the day is in um, 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 9. Very appropriate. God, give, God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. So basically, um, God, yeah, God's given all of us gifts. You got talents. That's a gift of God. You're creative. You're compassionate. You're giving. You're loving. I mean, all of those things that may not seem like a gift, being compassionate or giving or loving may not seem like a gift, but it is. You know, some are teachers. That's a gift. I mean, everything 
God is Alpha and Omega. He created everything and everything that he created is good. And basically is saying, use these gifts to serve one another. Now, I know <laughs> this post-pandemic atmosphere has everybody against each other. Everybody's mad. Everybody's burdened. Everybody's going through something. Everybody's trying to find somebody to blame. Guess what? You're gonna have to serve each other. You're gonna have to learn how to help each other. You're gonna have to learn how to help each other. And I'm not talking about help each other to a blind or things like that. I'm talking about literally buckling down, helping each other get a job, helping each other, you know, face uh, some type of um, Morning, a lot of people are losing people. I lost my aunt a couple of weeks ago. That comes uh, four or five months after I lost my mom. And that was my mom's um, sister that was right over her. People are losing people, okay? I, I lost my uncle as well a few months after my mom. So I know people are losing people. Even if it's just an ear, land someone an ear. Pray for somebody, love somebody, show compassion to somebody because those are all gifts. All right. So I said my um, the one verse that I wanted to start praying off is Philippians four six. Okay. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will God guard your hearts and your minds as you live in Christ. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one thing is final. Fix your minds. Fix your thoughts on whatever is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about the things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you right now with praise and thanksgiving saying thank you for your grace and your mercy and your love and understanding, your wisdom, your knowledge, your power, your provision, Father, in the name of Jesus, your healing, Father, your discernment. <laughs> In the name of Jesus. Now, Father, before I, your comfort, Father, thank you for your comfort. Thank you for your comfort because you said, blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. In the name of Jesus. Now, Father, before I come before your throne, I ask that you forgive my sins and the sins of the souls that's under the sound of my voice, even up until this very second, Father. In the name of Jesus. Father, we all like to think about those verses. I can do all things through God that strengthens me. I am more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ. I would have fainted had I not believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. They that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not get weary. They shall walk and not faint. We love those scriptures. And for the people that don't know you, 
that may be their first time hearing what you how you feel about them the promises some of the promises that you've made over their lives father in the name of jesus we love those scriptures in the name of jesus but father it's time for us to move father we know that it's impossible to please you without faith and that the just should live by faith we know this so I'm asking, Father, for another measure of faith for the people, Father, in the name of Jesus. Increase, increase their capacity, Father, in the name of Jesus. Bind up that spirit of fear. Bind up any spirit that may be immobilizing the people, Father, in the name of Jesus. I know it's dark. You know it's dark. It's dark out here. But when they get dark, people will run to the light. People, I mean, people are resilient. We know how to get things done, Father, in the name of Jesus. And that's why I'm asking, Father, for uh, for you to increase their capacity. And then with that increased capacity, give them knowledge, Father, in the name of Jesus. Give them wisdom, Father, in the name of Jesus. Give them these things, Father. Give them another measure of faith, another measure of hope, another measure of love. You said love covers a multitude of sins right now in this sinful dark world because that's the reason why the world is dark because it's so full of sin and in this sinful dark world father we need love the people are so against each other it's nobody's fault father tell them it's it's no it's nobody's fault as a matter of fact everything that happened happened for them a series of decisions that they made Tell them that, Father, in the name of Jesus. They can think back to that one decision that caused a domino effect to get them to where they are right now. But that's what grace and mercy is for. That's what grace and mercy is for, Father, in the name of Jesus. And so, Father, tell them if they confess with their mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and believe in their heart that he died and rose for their sin and start praying you and diligently seeking you and studying to show yourself, show themselves approved so they can learn the promises because they can learn all the good things that you said about them. So they can learn that you had already planned their life and those plans that you have for them was not to harm them, but to give them hope in the future. In the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you. 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 I thank you for allowing me to say these words that the eviction crisis is over because I'm calling it as it is. I'm calling it as it is. The eviction crisis is over, Father. But now it's time for the people to walk toward you, to walk toward the solution, Father. I'm going to speak that. The eviction crisis is over. I know the numbers are saying different things, but I have been looking at those numbers before the news decided to cover them. And so now that the news is covering them, I'm grateful because exposure leads to knowledge. I mean, you if you don't know, you don't know. However, it's over. It's over. I'm claiming it. You said that the resources are there. You said that all I needed to do was strengthen your people now so that they'd have the sense to use the resources in a sustainable way. In the name of Jesus. 
Open their eyes, Father, in the name of Jesus. Give them eyes. Give them spiritual eyes. But I know that they would have to be adopted into the family. And so to be adopted into the family, all they have to do is confess with their mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and believe in their heart that he died for their sins and accept the helper, the comforter <laughs> that Jesus left with us. That's where our power lies. In the name of Jesus, he said, faith the size of a mustard seed can move mountains. And the mustard seed is so small, so, so small. And it's hard for us to even muster up that faith, that much faith. We have the power. The power is within us. One, one a, a scripture, Father, a promise that is becoming one of my favorites, Ephesians 3.20. Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all we can ask and imagine according to the power within. The power is already in us, Father. But you're requiring activated faith today. You can't just sit up and faith, think it like, oh, I believe, I believe, I believe until, you know, you're six feet underwater and you don't know how to swim. Activated faith means you are going to go and spend the promises that God gave you. Father, tell them, confess with their mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and believe in their heart that he died for their sins so that they can go and spend those promises that you gave them. This is my prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So a couple things. Go to www.theapartmentlady.org, www.theapartmentlady.org. Become a member of the Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation. It's time to, it's time to get up out of this situation. It's time to walk toward the solution. And that's what we want to do. We want to help you walk toward the solution so that you can get up out of this. You can, you can get up out of this. Right. But you're going to have to walk toward the solution. You're going to have to trust God. You did everything else. You've tried everything else. Um, you don't even have room to move between the brick wall behind you and the concrete wall in front of you. So right there, right where you are. Confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and believe in your heart that he died for your sin. And then start praying. Right where you are, stuck right where you are, do that. That's your first step. That's your first step. And then be obedient. Go to, um, I don't care what state you're in, Google, Yahoo, Safari, Safari, whatever your search engine is. Start looking for um, eviction resources. Put in those words, two words, eviction resources. And start making those calls. Start working toward your solution. Another thing, you gotta, you gotta, it's time for you to start working. It's time for you to get a job. It's time for you to get a job. And I can tell you, you know, oh, but I don't have a babysitter, this, that, another. I can help you work out a plan. 
um, that will work for you right here, but we don't have that much time. I'll be back tomorrow at 930, but I still don't have that much time. But you can go to www.theapartmentlady.org, www.theapartmentlady.org, and, you know, uh, become a member. Uh, pick, if you're already in the unit, pick eviction prevention. If you're not in the unit, pick second chance rentals. Let's. Mm. Let's get let's end this year walking in faith, activating your faith. Let's end this year like that. You don't know God is opening so many doors. He told me he was opening doors to jobs. The jobs are coming. That's why I have to strengthen you guys and and so that you'll know you're worthy. I don't care what's going on. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. All have sinned, me, okay? All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But by grace, we are saved through faith, not of ourselves, so that we can boast. Nobody can boast about being saved by God. And he saved the sinners. He came for the sinners. So don't worry about what you did. You can't worry about that right now. You have to worry about getting out of it. And let me help you. I am the apartment lady, LaShondra Graves, founder of the Apartment and Housing Rentals Foundation. Thank you.